Hello there. Welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. I am Denise Alvarez, and I am so glad that you're here with me today. Now, in case we're new friends, I always do like to take just a couple of minutes to introduce myself so that you know who it is that is talking to you through the microphone. So through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I have the pleasure of helping horse business owners like you convert their website visitors into their customers. And there are a few different ways that I do that. So through coaching, through website design and content, as well as email marketing strategy, and my membership, Social Stride, where I help you to DIY your social media so that you create engaging content. But here's the thing. I know that not everyone loves or gets excited about marketing. And that's why I created this podcast, actually, because I want to help break that down for you and give you some step-by-step strategies and some basic how-tos to help you not just see what's possible when you market your horse business, but also to guide you through that process. So I'm so glad you're here because that's what we're going to do today. Now, before we jump into our keys to freebie success, then I first want to define a couple of things for you. Now, you may remember, and we have talked about this a couple of episodes back. So if you have not listened to episode 33 yet, you will want to. I broke down some ideas for your freebie. And today we're going to talk about some specific things that you're going to want to do so that is a success for you. But before I get to those things, I want to just break this down a little bit again and make sure that we're all on the same page. Now, of course, you can also go back to listen to episodes number 20 and 21, where I gave some simple hacks that are going to help you do email marketing and make it doable for you, whether you're a one-person show or you have a team helping you or you're somewhere in between, then I definitely think that you should listen to those. But let's take a moment and define success when we're talking about an email freebie. Now, let's define that email freebie again real quickly. So remember in episode number 33, we talked about how your potential client and customer lands on your website. They sign up for your freebie. I'll give you the short version, right? So she signs up for your freebie and she starts getting your emails. When she was initially on your website, she did not purchase. She did not contact you. She did nothing but get your awesome download. But now she's been getting your emails. She's decided you're a fit. So she has scheduled a one-on-one with you or she said, I'm going to bring my horse out to you or whatever the case may be for your business. So that is the, the process, the very simplified version of what that looks like when it comes to email marketing and why we're even talking about your awesome freebie. It is the way that you're going to build that relationship. It's going to give you a lead. So we actually call this a lead magnet. It's going to get people magnetized to want to engage with you, to want to give you their email address. And then when they do, you can stay in touch. And over time, you'll be able to sell your products and services. And as you serve, right, it's not just about selling. You've heard me talk about this before. The best way to do it is to serve. And as you serve, they're going to learn more about you. They're going to build up that know, like, and trust factor, and they will want to work with you. So therefore, what is success when I am talking about a freebie? What is success? Success means that they are actually signing up for your freebie, right? It's actually meeting a need for the right person. So you might get 100 people on that page. You might get 100 people, 1,000 people on your website. But not all 1,000 people are most likely the best fit for working with you. So we talked about this some in episode 33, but you want to see this freebie through the eyes of your best fit audience, and you're going to create something that's going to attract them. 
And success is when you are getting your best fit audience on your email list and you're able to stay in touch with them. Now, I've talked about this in the realm of horse training and things like that. But I also want to mention that I know that a lot of people nowadays are creating digital products, online workshops, online courses, things like that. And again, when it comes to selling online products, having a list of people, an email list of people that want to hear from you and that would be interested in your online product, that's going to set you up for success already, right? So that's another reason that your email list can help to serve your business. Okay, so in this episode, we're talking about specific tips that you can follow to have a successful freebie. So we've already talked about it in episode 33, your idea. So you've already fleshed out by now, right? The idea that you've come up with, you've put it together, maybe you've gone into Canva. I'll make sure and link to that again in this episode for you. It's a great online design tool. But either way, this episode is past that step. Okay, so you've already come up with your great idea. You've put it together or you've at least typed out your content, right? Okay, so then I've got some tips for you. So there are 10. I am not taking these deep. I am taking these as a broad overview, right? So I don't want you to hear 10 and be like, oh no, I don't have time. Or, oh no, I don't have the bandwidth. Okay, these are tips. These are not like 10 strategies, okay? Now, to make this super easy for you, I have created a freebie that goes along with this episode that I would love to give you. So it will give you the ideas that we talked about in episode 33. It's also going to give you these tips, and I'm calling it a freebie creation guide just for horse business owners, and you can get that at stormlily.com slash freebie. That is F-R-E-E-B-I-E, all right, freebie. I want you to go there and get your freebie and it's going to guide you to create your own. And yes, of course, you will get this in exchange for an email, so be prepared. But I think this will also help you kind of have a checklist of things as you're working through the process. So I will, of course, link to that in the show notes, which will be stormlily.com slash 35. But for now, let's jump into your 10 tips that are going to help you have a smashingly successful email opt-in freebie. All right, your first tip is your visuals. I want you to be sure that you are including high quality visuals and pictures in your download. So for this, I say download, but of course, if you're doing audio, it should be good quality audio. You want it to be easy for them to consume, right? If it's a video, do as well as you can. I'm not saying you need to go hire a production team, but do as well as you can because it's going to speak to the quality of work that you provide, right? Now, when it comes to a PDF, it's especially important that you are using visuals to break up the text. If somebody gets your guide and it is five steps to whatever it may be, and all it is is text, it's just not as pleasing to the eye Instead, break that up, put some visuals in there, use some pictures of your horses, use pictures of you training. If you're a farrier, you're going to use pictures of hooves to show what that might be, whatever relates to the content that you're putting out there. The point is, I want you to be sure you are using high quality visuals and pictures in your download. Okay, tip number two is to make it printable. Now, here's what I mean. I'm not saying just a PDF, okay? I think there are lots of beautiful PDFs out there that are not meant to be printable. But in this case, when I'm telling you to do something that's valuable and helpful to somebody, unless you're a graphic designer and you need to have this really beautifully, perfectly designed item, then 
you probably want something. I do want it to be beautiful. So please don't think I'm not saying that. What I'm really talking about here is the background. Okay, I'm just let's just be very specific. I am saying that if you have this really cool item, this really cool download, and it has a brown background, then when that person goes to print it on their home computer or home printer, that's going to take a, a ton of their ink. And it's going to be a little bit harder for them to read depending on their printer. So as much as you can, have a white background so that it is easily printable without using a ton of ink. That's just thinking about it from your user's perspective, okay? Now your next tip, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, is to use Canva to design your freebie. Now, I am not saying that you can't use Microsoft Word or Google Docs. I love those things. But Canva is actually going to help you because it has some really beautiful templates already. Now, a lot of them will have a color background, but you can definitely change that. But in terms of design and using fonts that work well together and just the layout of a document, Canva templates are a very good place to start. So I will be sure and link to Canva on the show notes, but you can also just go to stormlily.com slash Canva and you can get there. I want to make sure that you have easy access to that. So it is also a phone app and then you can use it on your computer as well. Okay, next tip is for you to make it easy to access. Okay, see what I just did before this. When I told you about Canva, I created a link that's just going to redirect you to Canva, stormlily.com slash Canva, C-A-N-V-A. I want you to consider doing the same thing with your freebie. So make it easy to access using a URL so that when you are talking at a clinic, when you are presenting at a workshop, when you are talking to somebody one-on-one, then you can say, oh, I have this resource where I answered those exact questions. And then you can send them there very easily using your website and then ideally one or two words right after that in the URL. So if that is, if you're like, niece, I do not know about that, then talk to your website person and tell them that's what you want. They can help you out. It is not difficult to do at all, but it definitely will help as you share that everywhere you go. Okay, all right, on to our next tip. So that was number four. This is number five, and it is to automate your process as much as possible. So what I don't want you to do is put on your website, hey, I have this great freebie. All you have to do is email me and I'll send it back to you, right? Or have a Google form where they put in their name and their email. And then when you get that notification, then you send it to them. Instead, there are a lot of great third-party softwares out there that you can use. I happen to use and love MailerLite for my clients. I've also used MailChimp. I've also used others that are out there. But I personally tend to recommend MailerLite. I think it's very intuitive and easy to use. And using that, you can set it up or automatically they put in their name, they put in their email, instantly they get an email in their inbox from you with that deliverable. Okay, so automating is your next tip. All right, so let's keep going. Next, I want you to test. So you have designed it, you've got your automation set up, you're set, right? Do not forget to test your sign up form. Test it yourself, and then I want you to have somebody else test it that's not usually on your website, doesn't usually do your stuff, so that if there's something awry, if there's a misspelling in the email that's getting delivered, then they'll catch that. Because once you've been looking at something for a while, it's very easy to miss a mistake or a misspelled word or that type of thing. But obviously, you're not going to miss if it's not working. So I want you to make sure that it is actually working and that you actually get that email with the deliverable. 
I have signed up for multiple freebies on websites where I never actually received anything in return. And at the same time, I didn't receive a confirmation on that page that said, okay, we've got it. So make sure when you're testing that, that there is some sort of success message or confirmation message to let you know and let your user know that they have successfully signed up. Okay, friends, we're almost done. Next one is let them know they're going to be hearing from you. So on your little web form where you have name and email that you're collecting, have a line there where you're very clearly stating that they're also going to be getting emails from you on a regular basis. You can you can make it fun. It does not have to be boring. It doesn't say, I'll be sending you my email newsletters every day or every week or on this certain day. But do let them know that you're going to send this deliverable, but you're also going to be staying in touch and sending them regular emails with updates, fun tips, whatever. Let them make it sound enticing because your emails are going to be enticing, right? But just let them know ahead of time. Do not surprise them and have them start getting emails from you later on. Technically, honestly, that's illegal. There are laws, believe it or not, about email marketing. So you do need to just be clear and truthful ahead of time. Okay, friends, the next one that I have for you is to make it visible on your website. So I don't want you to spend all this time creating something and then hiding it on your website and making it hard to find. Or maybe you only create that one page with the URL that we talked about, but you don't have it anywhere else on your website. So once you create this, I want you to be intentional about putting it on your website in different places so that the people who visit there can sign up, just like the example I gave you at the beginning of the episode. So definitely you weren't gonna want it on your homepage and then pick a few other pages as well based on traffic, but definitely make it easily available right there on your website. Okay, the next tip I have is very similar and in line with that, and that is to actually promote your awesome freebie. So you've taken the time to create it and maybe when you do, you put one or two social media posts out there and that's it. Okay, do not do that because this is valuable. What you have put together is really good. So instead, I want you to post about it at least once a month on social media. Look at your Instagram profile. Look at your Facebook page. Consider using those links there as ways to direct people to your awesome freebie, right? Consider how you can use your print ads. Make it easy for people to get to and mention it everywhere you go. Okay, so definitely be in the habit of promoting this on a regular basis. You did not create it to do it for one month. It's a long-term strategy. So continue to put it out there to the world because you'll make new friends all the time and you want those new friends to know about this awesome freebie. All right, I am down to my last tip for you today. And that is to stay in touch after you deliver your freebie. Remember we talked about success and what a success is when it comes to your email opt-in freebie. Yes, it is getting people signed up. It's getting the right people signed up. But it also means that after that, you are building a relationship. Email marketing success is not just about building a list of people. It's about building that relationship over time. So it does not have to be once a week, although that is great and can work really, really well. But if you are saying, Denise, I just cannot commit to once a week right now, then do it bi-monthly. Do it, if you have to, do it monthly. I've seen people do it monthly. Now here's my caution to monthly, okay? Consider that it's not going to warm up your audience very much. So monthly just means 12 emails. 
So for example, we talked about that person selling a digital product. You haven't really warmed up and served your list very well if you're only emailing them once a month. So if somebody gets on your list in October and you have a product that you're launching in November, they will have only heard from you once or twice. So that is my only deal with that. And then of course, warming up email inboxes with your content and things like that. But the point is, do it, right? So don't collect email addresses and then have them never hear from you because that's definitely happened to me as well. I've signed up for things because I do want to hear from them and then I never do or I don't for another year. So don't do that. Do stay in touch after you deliver that freebie and then it's going to help you actually be a success. Okay, I'm so excited for you because I really think that these practical tips are ways that you can take what you're learning here on the podcast, turn around and apply it in your horse business. And that is what I want. So if this has created any questions for you at all, or if you're saying, I'm in, Denise, I need help with that, then go ahead and get that free guide that I told you about. And that is at stormlily.com slash freebie. Of course, we'll have a link to that on my show notes, but I want you to get that. And then I also want you to reach out. If you have other questions, send me a direct message on Facebook or Instagram, send me an email, get to my website, whatever the case may be. If you want help with your email marketing, if you're like, Denise, I'm in, will you help me out? Will you manage my email marketing? Will you help me with the strategy? I love doing that. Like I said, that is part of my business with Storm Lily Marketing. So please feel free to reach out and let me know about that as well. And we can connect and see what would work. All right. So again, thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast. I'm very excited to see what you're going to come up with. Again, check out the show notes at stormlily.com slash 35. And I will see you again here next week. Have an awesome day. 